Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Last Night in Vegas. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are back to it, visiting steakhouses. So I haven't been to a steakhouse in quite a long time, and it really had been just because when you go to too many steakhouses sort of back-to-back, they kind of all start sort of blending together. So I do like to take some time in between steakhouses. So um, I did check out Andiamo, and I was actually there with a couple of buddies, and it was actually after one of our shows, and we decided that we wanted to go out to uh, get Italian and steakhouse, obviously, and celebrate a birthday. So we were actually there for a 30th birthday. Shout out Ben, who uh, was uh, the guy, the lucky guy, and... Yeah, so uh, we'd been passed by it. We work in a kind of an industry where a lot of the old timers really swear by Andiamo as being one of the better steakhouses in the city. So I was really excited to try it out just because sometimes I'm just not really into sort of trying some of these places and you kind of just need a little push for some other people. So the fun thing is, is that we got different things that aren't necessarily things that I would usually get, but that's always kind of the fun part about going as a group. So This particular episode is going to highlight Andiamo, Italian Steakhouse, at the D, and that is coming up next. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back. So we're going to be diving into Andiamo's Italian Steakhouse, which has been in Vegas for quite some time. Um, over 35 years, I've been told, by the um, by our wonderful server, who also had been there when it was before it was even so a little bit a little bit of history so uh this hotel that we're talking about is the d and then before that it was the fitzgerald and then before that it was a different name of a hotel which i can't even remember right now and um i used to be a tour guide and i didn't think there was anything there before the fitzgerald so uh this waitress uh had been there for quite some time which is like so old school vegas that's such an old school vegas thing and you get that a lot of these older i, I always say older i don't like to say older but a lot of these classic steakhouses, classic uh, local Las Vegas places is that these servers have been here for so long that it's just such a cushy gig. Uh, again, they have to work very, very hard, and it, it just their the clientele is known to come back over and over and over again. And really, it's just that it's just that really cool Vegas feel to it. And you hear that a lot, like oh, this feels very Vegas, but. It's one of those things like you know it when you know it and you know it when you see it and you really can't describe what the feeling is like, but I will try to now, obviously. Um, It's really sort of a you're going to take it or leave it kind of attitude. It's a very like old school, like New York, Chicago, some of those big city places feel to it. Not L.A. It doesn't have like that L.A. feel to it. L.A. is very different, but it's a very New York, Chicago 
a very a matter of fact way of speaking, which is like, oh yeah, it comes with this sauce. That's how it's gonna come. It's like, oh yeah, and you're gonna get a baked potato, fries, whatever. So it's just the way that you kind of present everything, and that's sort of that Vegas feel. It's sort of like the um, that wise guy feel to it, and that's and and some people don't like it. I love it. I'm absolutely all here for it because again, I've lived here for quite a while, and I kind of know how to sort of counteract it if it's not going the way I want it to, but I always, I'm always, oh, you gotta be about it. You're always about it. You're just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's like, give me an old fashioned. Let me get this. Let me get the steak. Let me get it medium, medium well, or medium rare. Sorry for those of you foodies out there. So anyways, our waitress was fantastic. She gave us that very about a matter of fact attitude towards. So she was great. So uh, just so you know where this is located. So this is located at the D, which is, um, you know, there's only like one restaurant at the D, so it's not really hard to get, you know, lost. Well, actually, they have two restaurants now because Bacon Nation, but uh, they do have uh, a McDonald's in there. Probably, just so everybody knows, the McDonald's at the D, and I haven't been to a lot of parts of the United States, but could be the worst McDonald's in the entire United States of America. I'm sorry. It's honestly not the greatest McDonald's. Just so stay, just don't go to that McDonald's inside of the D. But Unless you're ordering online and you can get it and walk away super, super fast. But other than that, uh, the D is lo the the Andiamo is actually located on the second floor of the D. So once you go up the escalators, you you might miss it. So you got to turn right, which is going to be uh, right up the escalators. Make a quick right and sort of like back behind you. Yes, it is right next to the bathrooms. It's literally right next to the bathrooms. If you were too drunk, you might walk into the ladies' room instead of walking into Adiamo. So the entrance is in a really weird spot, which I've been told now, uh, after our wonderful waitress told us, is that the restaurant used to be in a different part of the hotel, on the different part of the top level of the D. It's obviously been moved to where it is currently now located. And once you walk through, it has this beautiful brick archway that you actually walk through. And then once you get there, it's a very old school style, very like wood, uh, sort of low lighting. But the lights are actually in perfectly placed where they're actually right over the tables, where it isn't very dark at the table itself. So I would say you could get away with calling this restaurant romantic, which you can if you'd like. Uh, they have very nice booths that actually set up as you walk into the restaurant. They are off to your right-hand side, which for the most part aren't going to give you like that much privacy because basically you are where everybody is walking into the restaurant. But they are quite large, very big, and uh, can fit you know probably about four people comfortably. So us being a couple bigger guys, so we ended up actually sitting in the center part of the room, uh, kind of next to a corner, uh, which is fine, uh, fine for us. It actually worked out, and it was great. And then we started started the night from there. So we walked in. Uh, they have these cool hats, by the way, right next to the um, hostess stand. But you get the menu. The menu actually is quite extensive. It does have a lot of pasta on the menu because this is a very unique restaurant that it is Italian steakhouse. So you do get a good mix of. Uh, different cuts of meat, and you're also going to get a lot of Italian favorites. So think meatballs. They also have lobster ravioli, shrimp scampi. Uh, they also have lots of different types of pasta on the menu as well. They also have a lot of salads and, of course, appetizers, which they have everything from barbecue shrimp, golf shrimp cocktails, old school, um, all the way up to half-shell oysters and as, as, as well as a, a seafood platter. So they also have calamari, which I really wanted some, but you kind of try to get the vibe of the rest of the table, so I didn't. But anyways, so we didn't get any apps, but we did get some cocktails. The cocktails were okay. So the cocktails tasted good. But again, everybody knows who listened to the pod. What is my biggest thing? My biggest thing is uh, when you bring out the old fashioned, 
didn't have a single cube, like a big rock. It came with all the ice. Fine. And again, this is the thing. And then everybody keeps doing this. And I just want everybody to know, I just don't like the cherry in the old fashioned. It's just not my thing. You can bring it as sort of like a, uh, a garnish cool in the spear. But when you put it in the actual drink, it really sort of muddles the rest of the drink that I don't like that flavor. It has a very off-putting flavor to me. So just because I say no cherry doesn't mean and don't put any fruit in it. Yes, of course I want the orange uh, peel in the drink. It's part of the drink, definitely. So throw it in there. Don't be afraid. The funniest thing was is that that happened, and obviously uh, somebody else at the table got the exact same thing and got the orange peel. So just because I say no cherry doesn't mean I don't want the orange peel. Come on, guys. Get, get on board. Learn the way I need it. Um, also why I go to a lot of the same bars all the time just because they, they know what I need. But regardless, the drink was very good. So a lot of things in the menu to choose from. So this is actually a really good choice for people who might be wanting to go to a restaurant that is a budget restaurant. And when I say budget, it sort of sounds like a dirty word. It doesn't mean that it's actually like budget where it's not good. It actually has a very good value. So I think value is a very important word, important word to, to learn and use on these particular pods. I will try to do that better. But let's all make sure we understand what we're talking about here. What is an affordable steak in Las Vegas? What is an affordable steak in Las Vegas? To me, an affordable steak in Las Vegas is between 55 and 70 bucks, somewhere in that range. If you, I'm kind of getting that. I want it to be in the $60 range. To me, that is affordable. And I think that's actually not bad. They, oh my goodness, I'm just looking at this. They had a porterhouse for $66? A porterhouse for 66 bucks. That's amazing. So, again, guys, just it's a good value. And I'm going to talk about this later, but I've actually read some reviews that didn't like Andiamo. They weren't a fan of it. And honestly, I don't see why. Just because this place obviously adds a great value. The ambiance is actually quite nice on the inside because it feels it, there's really only one way into the restaurant. And it's very it's closed off, so you don't see the rest of the casino. And it feels like you are in a steakhouse, and that's all you're in. You're not in a steakhouse in a casino. You are in a steakhouse, period. And it actually is a great place for, like, families if you wanted to – you can bring a kid, but you don't want to bring kids. But what I'm trying to say is, like, an adult family to be able to come in, have a couple drinks, have, you know, a lot of stuff to try. And everything is served family style, which really gets that sort of Italian sort of feel to it uh, that goes with the sides and everything like that. But – uh, I would say that their prices are quite approachable in terms of a steakhouse in Las Vegas. So for those of you looking for um, a really, really great dining experience for steak, I would say Adiamo is probably a good bet just because they do have things that are quite approachable on the menu. Their, I have to say their sides, though, and their appetizers are a little pricey. They do look a little pricey just from first glance at looking at the menu itself. Uh, they they do rival things you'd see on the strip. So I would say maybe skip, unless you guys really want the uh, calamari or like some salad, uh, I would say I would say that you can probably, I would probably do the apps instead of the, the salads just because I'm looking at it now. A Caesar salad, which here is $16 and that's, and it does say per guest. So just keep that in mind that you're not be able to, you're not going to be able to split it. So that's you know you're looking at twenty six bucks. Sorry, 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 uh, thirty two dollars. My math is terrible. Uh, oh, I see it now. Two guests minimum. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, it's, it's 32 bucks. So nice try. Nice try, Adiamo. But we didn't get salad, so that's not a big deal. So the guys I went with didn't end up getting uh, appetizers, which is fine. Just because that's also kind of the um, annoying thing, like eating with a group, is trying to figure out like what you're going to eat. And this is kind of a thing as well. So as we get into this before we get into the actual restaurant is dining with a group is sometimes tricky, especially if you're dining a couple different ways of doing this. So dining with a group that you're all in sort of like the same price range is optimal, obviously. So all four of us kind of know like we're okay, like spending certain money at certain places. And that's cool because then it's not as big of a problem. And I think uh, it doesn't happen all the time, but I feel like men tend to have a better understanding of when they go out, like, oh, I can afford this, I can get this, it's cool, like, I'll pay for it, no problem. And you always know, like, somebody who may not be able in to, to sort of hit that same level as you in your group, and that's fine, because we're not all, like, sitting at that sort of price point. It's just, that's, like, the way of the world, and it's completely cool. It happens all the time. And again, we're all in different situations. Some people have kids they have to deal with. Some people have, you know, wives, girlfriends. I'm alone, so I'm basically responsible for all my own funds. Uh, so you, it's, it's good to sort of dine with people in the same price range. But going on from there, uh, just everybody kind of have an understanding of what we're all going to get. Uh, this happened a lot when I used to work as a concierge. We would go out as a group a lot. And we kind of all had sort of the same price points, but everybody was in different situations. So... It was much more of a, sort of now I'm comparing like the concierge friends to like my friends now at um, the current place I work is concierge friends are very, very particular. Uh, they're very, very cognizant of what we're going to get as a group. And everything is sort of planned out sort of like a game plan. We're like, so let's use Adiyama, for example. We'll look at the menu and say all right, I want, let's get the barbecue shrimp because that's going to be you know, for a good amount of people. We'll spread it out. Everybody can have some. Same thing with like the lunch, or sorry, for the dinner aspect of it. So if we're going to have four people, we can get maybe one or two steaks. Let's get two steaks and split it. And then we can get more sides and then so on and so forth. And then we can get dessert. Um, I tend to eat when I was with my concierge friends, uh, a lot of women in that group. And this is a, not a generalization because I also like dessert. As I've gotten older and been doing this, I find that dessert is much more important part of the process. So this is not a gender thing at all. I think it's actually like kind of just as you get a little bit more, as, you, as you've done stuff for such a long time and didn't do it before, you start wanting it more. So the dessert part of it is a big deal for me now. So, uh, Usually when I go out with my concierge friends, dessert is a very important part of the menu because it's the Instagrammable moment, but also just love dessert. So anyways, so we end up, you know, getting dessert and you kind of plan the whole menu sort of as a group and then you kind of figure it out and then you figure out the bill at the end because sometimes the bills can be quite expensive. So it's all about splitting and figuring out your way to go from there. So anyways. Or you could be like the guys that I eat with now, and they're basically just show up, let's order some food, and we'll figure it out at the end. And that's cool, too. So doing both ways is fun. Uh, I would say that eh, I like both ways. I like to plan it out, but I have to say that either way kind of works. So it really doesn't matter. I just kind of wanted to explain that you know, certain people do go in with a game plan of what you're going to eat. Um, I've told you guys when I go on dates that I do I do have a game plan, 100% have a game plan because I know that I'll be probably be paying for all of it because that's just you know that's the way I like to do it, 
And again, that's personal. It's, you know, what, 2023? I know some guys split it on the first thing. Cool. Go ahead, do your thing. I'm going to do it my way. So I do plan out sort of what are the probable things that are going to happen. Sort of like a game plan for football. If she orders this, I'm going to get this. And if we get that, I'm going to go ahead and grab this thing as well. Maybe less drinks, maybe just one drink for dinner. So you kind of, you know, game plan it out. So as I've sort of delayed my review of uh, the wonderful uh, Adiamo, uh, let's go through it. So uh, I ended up getting the bone-in ribeye, which was $65, which was delicious. It was unbelievable, the ribeye. The ribeye came out perfectly charred on the outside and just perfectly cooked. In, uh, I got it medium. On the inside, it was, it was just very well done. Uh, sorry, it's not well done. It was made very well perfect so it actually came in this like sort of sauce that sort of sat in which was i'm assuming like their bernays sauce or it could have been their zip sauce i should have asked but it's a it's a light it's sort of like butter it's sort of like a butter sauce which lends me to believe more towards bernays but bernays also has egg in it so who knows and and mayonnaise anyways so it was so creamy and delicious and soft it felt it was just a very soft texture in the sauce, you just wanted more sauce. It had this tanginess to it. Yeah, definitely Bernays. Uh, it had this beautiful tanginess to it when you put it on, you know, in your mouth, you know, on your tongue. You can taste the tangy, and it was just so delicious. The, the The bone was quite big that it came on, but it was so good. There wasn't a lot of, there wasn't like extra fat that didn't need to be there. I I saw a review on that. It had a lot of grizzle on it, and it's like, eh, there wasn't that much. Um, it was actually perfectly. Uh, proportioned out. Uh, so that's what I had. And then also the sides, we ended up getting sides. So the sides were, I never get this, uh, the lobster mac and cheese. I just need regular mac and cheese. But these guys got the lobster mac and cheese, and it was actually quite good. I've actually, this is the second time I had lobster mac and cheese in two weeks. So now I kind of have an idea of what lobster mac and cheese is supposed to taste like. So lobster mac and cheese, very good. Has a little bit of a, you know, a texture to it, obviously, because it has the lobster thrown in. The mac and cheese was quite good, very gooey, just the way that I like it. Uh, they also got uh, the – what did they get? They got the mushroom and onions, which just so everybody knows. Mushroom and onions by themselves, for me, absolute hard pass. I think onions actually are really important for cooking. I think mushrooms are the same way. I do not eat the, eat them by themselves, and that's exactly how it came. It looked like they were perfectly prepared, and the guys that I went with really enjoyed the mushroom and onions, and I'm glad they did because I was not going to eat them. So that's what came as well. One of my contributions was I ended up getting the uh, side of meatballs, which they do have two types of meatballs on the menu. They have the grande meatballs, which is the big meatball, and they have the side meatballs. There were four of us. When the meatballs came out, which we got the side meatballs, there were only two, and they were very, very small. So I was a little bit disappointed with the meatballs. So maybe I'd have to go back and try the grande meatball, but I get there aside. But a lot of places, especially steakhouses, places that are elevated like this, uh, tend to give you one thing for however many people there are at the table. So... Again, within reason, they're not going to give you 10 meatballs. But if there's, you know, three or four of you, they'll give you one each. But in this, and it's not specified. So if you look on the menu, it is not specified. So I'm looking at the menu right now, and it says house-made meatballs, Italian sausage, 14 bucks. 
does not say how many meatballs there are. So it would be nice if you said it comes with two meatballs because then I know what I'm going to get myself into. So that might be a thing that they can maybe fix in the menu, but I get why they put it that way. But meatballs were actually not that good as well. I would say they did not taste very flavorful, unfortunately. Um, and that's probably like one of the only missteps of the dinner is that I just really didn't enjoy the meatballs. We all tried them. They were, they were fine. I wouldn't order them again. That's, you know, kind of how I feel about the meatballs over at, uh, the, the, you know, Adiamo. But the birthday boy and uh, the other host that usually is on one of our shows, Ben and Kelly, they ended up uh, splurging for the special, which was a 28-day dry-aged ribeye that also came with a beautiful zip sauce that was on top. That's their signature, a side of roasted Tuscan potatoes or Tuscan roasted potatoes. And those looked so good. I actually wish instead of getting the meatballs, we should have got the potatoes because, oh, my God, those potatoes look so good. But the steak came beautifully sliced for two, and it was looked so, so delicious. Unfortunately, I didn't get to taste it, but the guys cleaned the plate. Um, it was even funny when the the server came back. She said, oh, yeah, eat it off the bone there. Eat it off the bone. So that was quite funny. But. Overall, the, the, the vibes was great. It's like a very like sort of mild restaurant in terms of uh, sound because uh, a lot of people think some things are too loud, too, too, too quiet. And I think the volume in the restaurant actually was perfect. Uh, we might have been the loud ones. Who knows? Uh, but it was actually quite level for the entire restaurant. It also, we went earlier in the day. So we went you know between 5 and 6 o'clock. And it wasn't too, too loud at that point but it was busy though there was definitely a line to get into the restaurant we had reservations so open table sponsor me um but i like the restaurant and i thought it was actually quite good for what you're looking for it actually was like sneaky expensive but that's because we got you know two old fashions each and that's you know that adds to the menu or adds to the uh price uh, obviously so i actually thought that the restaurant itself was quite good I really enjoyed the restaurant. Um, if you want to actually see the visual part of this podcast, you can actually go and check out us on uh, Instagram, which is concierge confidential underscore LV. You can also check out the video on TikTok at keys to Vegas. And yeah, uh, I'm going to try to post it on YouTube. The only problem is I'm um, apologies for those of you that strictly do YouTube is that my videos tend to be a little bit over a minute long. The shorts tend to be a minute maximum and I I don't want to like have the video cut out when you get to whatever you're supposed to be getting to. So I'm working on it. I'm trying to make them exactly a minute. And again, TikTok actually wants you to make videos for that are more than a minute. So I apologize for those on YouTube, uh, which our YouTube is Concierge Confidential. And I don't know. It's hard. It's hard getting it to to for all these different platforms. But I'm doing my best. But if you would like to watch these, these are now available when this podcast is out. So you can check out the video version of this um, on any of our platforms at Concierge Confidential underscore LV on Instagram and at Keys to Vegas on TikTok. So uh, we also did end up getting a dessert. It was a creme brulee. It was complimentary just because it was not. Uh, uh, it was Ben's birthday, obviously. And uh, the guys didn't want to get dessert, which I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Um, I was a little, a little disappointed because 
I like desserts now. But definitely would recommend this to anybody, especially anybody who wants to have like sort of a guy's night out, like especially if you're doing a bachelor party or you're doing like a draft and then you want to go have dinner somewhere or like a guy's weekend. This is actually a good spot, especially if you're downtown because it's quite convenient. It's actually quite nice. And it's actually not as expensive as like, let's just say Barry's or Oscars, which are located on the other parts of Fremont Street at the Plaza and Circa. So I think it's actually, you know, pretty approachable, especially for anybody who wants to have, you know, a nice night out, but not break the bank. So there's that term again, break the bank. So um, I think we actually covered a lot on this episode. I know I did a lot of sort of generalizations of like group dining and sort of how to go about it, but I think it'll be helpful sort of going in with a sort of set price in your head. I always recommend you take cash with you because sometimes... Um, it's kind of an easy way to sort of slip out of the, not slip out of the bill, but instead of putting all the money on your credit card, you can give them cash instead. And everybody loves to take cash. And there's always that one friend that just like, boom, I'll do it on my card. So uh, typically we were able to split it. So we split it three ways because the birthday boy, we didn't want to make him pay. And it was quite nice that they actually let us split it three ways. So that's good. Um, a lot of places don't let you do that. A lot of places it's two cards maximum, but you know, just depends on your waiter or waitress on how much work they want to do. So, and don't get crazy. Just make it even. Just be like, just break it up three ways evenly. Perfectly fine. You don't want to be like, well, I got this and I got that. And then at that point, it's like, yeah, you get two cards max and no more cards. Uh, but yeah, keep that in mind. So anyways, this was Last Night in Vegas with me, Brian Ortega. We're going to be back next week with another episode of Concierge Confidential and The Last Night in Vegas. I did go to a place that was at the Aria right before they got hacked. So hopefully my information isn't running through the entire, you know, the world, which who knows, it might be. But I did go there and I will be doing that episode next week here on Last Night in Vegas. So again, thank you so much for listening to Last Night in Vegas. You guys are fantastic. Message me on Instagram at conciergeconfidential underscore LV or on my Instagram, which is at Ortega underscore 26. And then send me a DM and I'll go ahead and try to answer it or respond to you or I might even make it into a whole pod. Who knows? So uh, for Last Night in Vegas, I'm your host, Brian Ortega. If you see me out in town, awesome. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential. Go!